thank you for taking the time to talk with me, first of all, Charlie. I really appreciate it. You're coming to yeah, camp course. as part of Turning Point USA's uh, fall speaking tour, Culture War. And we have some listeners who may not know. So uh, what is Turning Point USA and what's your role in the organization? Sure. Turning Point USA, we're a national student organization focused on educating the next generation around the ideas of free enterprise, the Constitution, and American exceptionalism. Uh, we have uh, grown over 1,400 high school and college campuses across the country. Bringing this message, this will be my second visit to Colorado State University and, uh, you know, frequent visitor to the great state of Colorado, mind you. And so, look, we're really excited to bring these ideas. They're not always heard on college campuses. Um, I have been slandered and maligned and lied about by your university president. Uh, so that's going to make it a lot of fun. And so we're, we're ambassadors of free speech and free markets, and it's, it's, it's going to guarantee to be a very lively event. Right on. And we're going to talk about uh, what our president said in a little bit. But first, uh, so people know, what do you mean by the phrase culture war? So a culture war is when a country looks introspectively to find out why they believe what they believe. And I believe it's very, it's very evident right now that our country is going through a time where we're trying to find the identity of our country. And you see the violence from the left. I mean, you see people that support our president getting um, getting physically assaulted. You see billboards in New York City a couple days ago when that showed President Trump being killed. A billboard, can you believe it? I mean, there's just so much division in this country. Almost all of it is coming from the left. And so now we, we need to make sure that our ideas and our values and our principles get, get hurt. And I'm afraid far too often that conservatives are not um, articulating uh, why we believe what we believe, especially on college campuses. That's why we're making this stop. It's going to be a very, um, it's going to be a very energetic gathering and one that I think is, uh, is very important for all people to hear, no matter what your political persuasion is. Well, and you've uh, made your name speaking to college campuses and speaking to college-age conservatives and advocating for free speech and conservative values. Um, what was your own college experience like, and uh, did it maybe lead you to doing this? So I never went to college, which is the great irony of the entire thing. I do have an honorary doctorate. Go check that up, whatever it's worth. But yeah, I never went to college. I actually graduated from high school when I was 18, and um, I saw a great need in our generation, and college outreach is a big part of what we do. And I've seen through my visits on college campuses uh, an incredible amount of hostility, an incredible amount of venom towards these ideas, and you know it's been a it's been quite a, a very telling journey, I guess you could say, and to spread the message that I've articulated of conservative beliefs on high school and college campuses across the country. So, what do you think it is about college campuses that maybe uh, perpetuate some of this uh, some of this emotion? Well, the professors and the administration not only tolerate it, they encourage it, and they incentivize it amongst the the students. Radicalism is given a sense of currency, and uh, your 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 foolish president, uh, college president, did exactly that. And she's uh, she's I'm going to be very careful with the words I use, but it was very disappointing that a college president would loop me into a statement that would compare our organization and me to white supremacists and the most nasty, horrible things in the world, things that I have gone out of my way to condemn, things that I have gone above and beyond to repudiate and to expel from my own ranks, that she looks me into that same thing. So when you have leaders like that, when you have leaders as clueless and as foolish as your president and as radical as your president, there's no, uh, there's no mystery why universities are heading the way that they are. 
And so uh, that's a great example of how a university president operates on misinformation, intentionally distorts the truth, and she gives cover to the radicals who then repeat her false party line. So I was I was actually going to wait to talk about this, but since you are bringing it up now, I am curious why do you think she um, put out that email putting you in the same context as these images? Uh, and for those who don't, she must, for those she who must don't believe know, it. It was yeah, I mean, you know, blackface what it and swastika sure. that happened on campus uh, about a month ago. I mean, she must believe it, and it's a disgusting thing for her to say and to write. Uh, in fact, some would say it even might put her in legal jeopardy, and we're entertaining some options on that front to kind of see what our options are because it is pure libel to loop me in and to lump our organization in with no difference or delineation with things that I and our organization have gone out of our way to denounce. We have a black spokesman, a gay black spokesman by the name of Rob Smith. Prior to that, our communications director is Candace Owens. We host a Latino and black leadership summit every single year. We are nowhere near anywhere the ideology that she might think we espouse, but that just shows how far the academy has fallen. When you have university presidents that misrepresent reality. In fact, I could be an ally and I could be a partner in the fight against these sort of extremist ideas because that's, I truly believe they are evil. I believe it is evil to hold any sort of belief that one race is better than the other. However, this university president thinks just because I'm a conservative and just because I spoke before once before at Colorado State University and there were protesters that I repudiated and I renounced, she now has to indict our entire group at Colorado State University, which is a diverse, terrific group. And for her to be a president of a major university in America and to say something like this, that shows how far colleges have fallen. And it's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen from a university. Um, anyone who goes to Colorado State should be totally ashamed that you have that fool running your school. Well, let's talk about uh, resources that you may be providing for college students to um, help further freedom of speech. And one of those would be a Professor Watchlist. Uh, what is Professor Watchlist, and how could it be useful to a college student? Sure. So our Professor Watchlist is an awareness and an educational project that was started a couple years ago when we started to get hundreds and hundreds and eventually thousands of pieces of feedback and complaints from students that professors we're saying things so beyond outrageous, so beyond the pale, that they warranted additional exposure, such as grading students differently because of their beliefs, kicking them out, or singling them out because they might be Christians or conservatives, or saying that Houston deserves to be hit by a hurricane because they voted for Donald Trump, uh, or calling Donald Trump a syphilitic Nazi, something that a professor at University of Nevada, Las Vegas, has said or displaying the ISIS flag proudly in one classroom like a professor at Kent State University. And so you tally all these things together. These are not isolated incidents. This is a trend. And so we launched the professor watch list as a way to profile uh, publicly the remarks that were already made and reported on by other news sources, such as student newspapers, the Huffington Post, even CNN at times, and then consolidate it to an easy-to-use list and we're not saying that these professors should shut up. It's not Professor Blacklist or Professor Hitlist. Instead, it is Professor Watchlist. These, these professors 
if they really believe the radical things that they were saying, they should be happy that they are all documented together now on one website. And we've received such great feedback from people, uh, from even professors, but board members and students, parents and teachers and alumni that are really encouraged that they have more information about some of the radicalism that is growing within their own campus. Let's talk about uh, learning, um, because you spent a long time in the 2016 campaign with Don Jr., and you're actually coming to talk on campus with Don Jr. Um, you even called yourself his body man. Do you think he's helped you become a part of the political conversation and helped you uh, learn how to navigate some of the stuff? Yeah, I mean, look, Don's become a really good friend, and I kind of was his body man back in 2016 when it was, uh, it was rise and grind and kind of a... Uh, a very grassrootsy feel to the campaign. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I learned a lot. And as a young person, I took that opportunity. And I was, you know, 20 and 21 years old at the time, or 21 or 22 years old at the time. And just what a great blessing and opportunity to be able to travel the country and learn and help Don wherever I could. And, uh, and then we won. And that was the political, the political miracle that no one saw coming. We were able to win. We were able to do something that no one thought possible. And it was just one of the greatest opportunities I was ever part of. And uh, as a young person, anyone listening to this, just these opportunities that are afforded to you. This was something I never thought that would be presented to me. But, you know, Turning Point USA was not as big as it was today. And I took a little time off to go, you know, volunteer and kind of be the body man. And look what's happened. It's been an extraordinary journey, an amazing story. And, uh, you know, something I wouldn't trade for uh, at any cost. Well, let's talk about how big Turning Point is now, then, because uh, it looks like you just established base of operations in the UK. Uh, what does Turning Point hope to accomplish in the UK? Well, so we were approached by uh, a couple students in the UK. They wanted to expand Turning Point overseas, and you know, I said, "Sure, uh, we've never done anything like that." But they obviously have their own political, uh, you know, let's just say issues right now, trying to broker a Brexit deal and trying to successfully leave the European Union. But, you know, at being an education organization, we're trying to bring the ideas of free enterprise, the Constitution, to all fronts. And we're getting people from countries all across the country that want to, across the world, I should say, that want to start our, you know, organizational charters and chapters. And the more places we can spread liberty, the better. That's our viewpoint. Gotcha. All right. One last big question. And uh, this is coming back to uh, you coming to campus. So last year, um, when you came to campus, things were mostly typical, but there was an incident, uh, a violent incident, where um, some students, or they may not have been students, some unknown persons in uh, bat with bats, shields, and gas masks, who you yourself earlier in this interview said you do not support, um, did attack students who identified as Antifa and um, other other students, how can you, what can you say to Colorado State students to assuade them that this won't happen again this year? Well, I mean, I denounce it and I repudiate it. I hope it doesn't happen again. I have no idea who these people are. I opened my speech last time I came and denounced it and rejected it. I mean, we're a healthy host and I can't control where viruses show up. And so that's a virus. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that doesn't be present. But I'll tell you what, your president is making it a lot more likely that something bad is going to happen because she's misrepresenting me to be something that I'm not. Your president came out and said, Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA are conservatives that stand for you know equality under the law, and we might disagree on big issues, but we agree that these, these things are, are 
you know, are evil, then there would be a lot less likelihood of something happen. But your president, because she's a total fool, and she's someone who's a radical leftist, who has smeared and maligned me and our organization, and she could possibly face legal uh, legal repercussions because of what she and the university said. Um, unfortunately, now students think someone is coming to campus who isn't really coming to campus. If she actually accurately depicted it, she would realize I'm a partner and an ally in the fight against evil and the fight against white supremacy, which is evil. So I'm disappointed that uh, she didn't do that. I will do everything I can daily and hourly to reject that and hope it doesn't come. I really hope it doesn't come at all. And uh, violence is never the answer. I've never advocated for it. And I've never tolerated it. So, Gotcha. All right. Um, we're about to end it up. Just Thank final thoughts. Much. Yeah. Uh, anything you'd like okay. to say to the students? People should show up. Yeah. Come, come and show up and turn out. And we can't wait to have a good conversation. And I appreciate the opportunity to share our message on this show. So thank you. Thank you, Charlie.